What's up, guys? This is Jim again. Uh, we're going back uh, live. I had to. Uh, I had to. Uh, this is gonna be part two. This is gonna be part two of the. Uh, we're going to continue this live stream that we started earlier. Uh, earlier when I was out and about. So now I'm back at the house. Uh, we're gonna finish up this live stream. Um, if you guys didn't tune in to the part one, part one is on my page. So you can go and check out part one where we talked about the whole stream was basically about gameness, uh, the variations in gameness um, and and what era uh, did the sport move in when gameness became secondary, not primary. You know, initially uh, gameness was primary, not secondary, but throughout the years, throughout the decades, you know, uh, gameness became secondary to characteristics. So um, that is what we're going to finish off with um, to continue. We did part one already. This is part two. Uh, y'all guys were uh, live. I mean, y'all guys were commenting on that first live stream. I think it was 300 comments, 300. And I don't even think we was on there for an hour, but it was 300 comments uh, on that first live stream. I mean, that was crazy. That was crazy. So it was a really, really good topic. I had to finish it up because I had to run in the store and then get back to the house. Uh, but now I'm back and we're live again. Um, you know, we can go ahead and finish this conversation. The great thing about these conversations and these live streams is the comment section. I initiate the topic. I moderate the conversation. But it's really uh, the comment section that to me is probably one of the most powerful things um, during these live streams. So that's why I love when y'all guys comment because it gives us an opportunity for each one to each one. It's a lot of stuff to be learned in the comment sections. Everybody get to share their perspectives. There's never any arguing. Um, and it's just, you know, like I say, just everybody's own perspectives. Everybody's own opinions, their own views based on their own experience, their own exposures, their own theories. So, yeah, I share minds. But the great thing is there's no right or wrongs. I asked uh, earlier, I asked, um, you know, what was the definition of bottom? And it was 20 different answers to the definition of bottom. And then you ask, what's the definition of gameness? And there's a bunch of different answers to gameness. So I'm just like, what era did we start giving more than one definition of gameness? Now, bottom is just a term that could be, I don't know if that term is used in every culture, you know, um, it, or if that's just an American terminology that they use. I don't know if it's used in every culture, but, uh, you know, it's just, you know, again, these things, these topics and stuff like that need to be talked about because the more we educate the individuals out there, you know, the ones that don't comment, the ones that's learning, the ones that just want to sit back and kind of get some clarity what they're doing, you know, if they're going right or wrong or whatever the case is, the more we educate those people, the better the sport will be. You know, because like I said earlier, you know, you become a legend by touching people's lives. All of those taking pictures with trophies and blah, blah, and the brag and all that. I mean, that's that stuff all goes away. All that stuff is easily forgot about. Guys got buildings full of trophies and, you know, nobody even remember the time that they won them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, let's get back on the game, this thing. Uh Appreciate y'all. Oh, we got some guys. Let's do 600 this time. I know, TJ. Let's see. What TJ said, let's do 600 comments. 600. 
the last one we did, we did 300. I think it was almost 300. The last I looked at, it was close to 300 comments on part one. And TJ said, let's do, uh, let's do part two. Let's do 600 comments. So uh, well, I appreciate that. Brian, uh, I'll give you my definition uh, or expectation of, of a Gamecock. Uh, Joshua, I appreciate it too, brother. Love you too. Much love and respect, man. Appreciate all y'all guys' support. Um, you know, it's greatly appreciated. But again, this thing is bigger than me. It's all about each one teach one. You know, uh, spreading that knowledge, educating as many as we can. Uh, Kane, what's up, brother? Yeah, so like I said, if y'all guys just chiming in, this is part two. And the only reason I did part two, because for almost 300 comments in a live stream that wasn't even an hour long, it was just y'all guys were just going bonkers in the comment section. I guess this was just like a super hot topic. And it's crazy because I was sitting in Walmart's parking lot. <laughs> I had to go in the store. I had got gas and all that. I had to go in the store. And I said, let me do a quick live stream about a conversation that I had earlier today. What's up, Florida? Uh, so, guys, if you just chimed in, you didn't get an opportunity uh, to listen to part one. I do recommend after this, go check out part one. It's on my page. I don't have it labeled as part one. I got it labeled as game to something. But I label this one as part two. Um, so... Well, we can kind of continue on. And I know we kind of got, you know, I ain't going to say off track, but we talked about this guy, uh, Samzy Ramsey, um, that was very, very successful in his time. And people said that he uh, was able to win with Dunhills. And what's up, Javi? And that's kind of confusing to me because I asked the guys, the guys who beat him. Well, mainly I asked the guy, not guys, the guy which is Lee Best, who beat him. This was back in the day in the legal days. I asked him, you know, um, he beat the guy twice. But he said he's seen the guy win like solo, solo, solo. I mean, he said the guy was the winningest guy he ever seen in his life. So I asked him because obviously he won a lot of money back in the day. And he won a lot of money. But I asked Lee, I said, hey, man, did it change anything? Did it change anything that you do by seeing a guy win that much? And Lee Best said, no, it didn't change anything that he did. He said he stuck with what he did. What he did worked for him and what that guy did worked for him. Um, but it, it, it's, it's just crazy. So I just talked to a good friend of mine in Puerto Rico. We just messaging. Tatiano. Tanito. Santiago, it's a good brother of mine from Puerto Rico. And uh, we just had a, a short little conversation, too, because, you know, he's in Puerto Rico. And um, like I told, like I was saying earlier, you know, I don't have this long lineage of history in American Gamecock. You know, I didn't eat nachos at the Bayou Club or cheese steaks at Sunset, you know, or, or hot dogs at Mount Vernon. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't have that history. So what I was basically doing is just trying to get educated because I have seen a lot in my short period of time. It, it, it's probably more than most. But I was trying to get an understanding of, you know, I was trying to get an understanding of why is it so many definitions of gameness? And I think once we start coming into all these definitions and everybody had their own definition, that's kind of where you get the variations. And uh, 
that's what I was just talking to uh, my brother in Puerto Rico was the same thing about once we start defining what's enough gameness, I think that's where we kind of open ourselves up for variations and misinterpretations and lack of consistency. See, when somebody say these birds have, they just, they have enough gameness, have enough gameness, then what is enough? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is enough? Should he be able to push through initial blows? You know, how deep should he be able to, you know, like, what is enough? And I think, you know, once we start grading gameness, you know, start grading gameness, uh, I think it opens us up for a lot of inconsistencies. And I said it because with human beings, we all got different interpretations of what's good, what's bad, what's cruel, what's not. You see what I'm saying? So when you leave it up to the human race to start making interpretations of stuff, you're going to get a lot of inconsistency. And when you start saying they have just enough gameness or their pit game, I don't see how there should be any variety to the gameness. And I say that because to shut the door on his variations and interpretations. Because we all can have a rhyme or a reason why he threw the towel in. But at the end of the day, forget about the reason. The goal should be, did he throw the towel in or not? See, there's no variation of that. Either he quit or he didn't quit. Right? Either he's game or he's not game. Now, when we say he was game, but what do you expect? He quit because of this. You know, because of the weather. Because he wasn't healthy. Because he was had worms. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to be an endless amount of reasons of why one quit. So, when you come to the very when you come to the question of did he quit or not, yes or no, that's just gonna be cut and dry. Now, if you start getting to the reasons why he quit, then that's gonna be a list as long as the earth. Um, and is and guys, bear with me because again. I could not get to all y'all comments in that first hour that we had, uh, less than an hour, y'all had 270 comments. So we're going to try to get through some of these. Um, let me scroll back up. All right. Whoa, we got a ton of comments already. Let's get back on up here. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. The comments is out of control, which is a great thing. So let's see here. Um, okay. All right. So let's check this out. So so what we're going to do is um, I'm going to go through some of these comments. Let's see what Norman talking about. I'm going to say, again, this is the foundation of things that we do uh, lose a bit of that. Things everywhere is everything is gone. I, I mean, again, 
everybody have their, and there's no right or wrong, but I think it should be one definition of gameness, but there's no, you know, whatever somebody's uh, understanding or, or their perspective is on it, then that's just one thing. Um, see this right here, Brandon, uh, Brandon said health has a lot to do with gameness too. I don't think so. I think performance have a lot to do with health. The reason why I say that is because you will see, even in a while, you will see animals fight to their last breath in the wild when they're sick. I have seen the same thing with other animals. So I, I just don't know if health has anything to do with gameness. My only opinion, just my opinion, I think health has more to do with performance. You know, I that's that's what I feel. I think health has more to do with performance. Brian said, did Ramsey have an established bloodline and how long was his success record? Lee May can answer that. Lee, can you answer this question for us, brother? Because I think it's a good question. Well, you know what? Here's what Lee said. Lee said, this is what Lee said. Uh, Lee said, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. The handler is the only one that really knows how game the rooster is. I've been patted on the back, walking out, everyone telling me how game he was. And I knew I could have gotten him, gotten in his nose really hard and made him quit. Um, but tell me this, Lee. Do you feel you could have done that with any bird? Do you feel it was some birds out there that regardless of how hard you got in their nose, they wouldn't have quit? <laughs> you know, that's 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 a good question. This is this is Tanito, my answer is yes. If a bird doesn't quit, does that mean he game? My answer is yes. If he doesn't quit, see, this is the thing. I, I, you, you cannot determine a bird game is based on if he won or lost. You can't determine his game that's on if he won or lost. Because you have, again, we all know we have Dunhills that win and, and dead game birds that lose. That's why they call dead game. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, if he doesn't quit, I think he's game. But, again, I don't think we can we can mash all this up. Like performance and gameness, you know, characteristics and gameness, cut and gameness, speed and game. They're all different. I don't think we can mix them, throw them all in one bucket. Gameness is in his own class. Cuts in his own class. You know, movement, style. and All of them are individual categories. All of them are individual categories. And if a bird doesn't quit, then what do you call it? If it's not gameness, then what is it? You know what I'm saying? If it's not gameness, if a bird does not quit, right? 
in battle. You know, only thing you can say is he's game until the day you see him quit. If you don't see him quit, I don't see how you can say he's not game. So, and, and, and that's the only thing I'm saying. Until you see him quit, he's game. The day you see him quit, he's not game. That's just my interpretation. Now, somebody else can say he's pit game, he's 10 minutes game, he's this kind of, he's sport game, he's weapon game. I mean, I have heard it all. All I know is if he quit, he ain't game. Now, we can get in a conversation of what made him quit, and it could be some valid reasons. But in all those valid reasons, you always got to fall back on one thing. How do the dead game birds do it? How do they do it? You telling me every dead game bird was in the same identical physical uh, condition? You know what I'm saying? You telling me all dead game birds were healthy? So that's what I'm saying. Until you see him quit, he's game. But just because you haven't seen him quit don't mean he won't quit. And that's where I think people get it mixed up when we have these conversations. Ezra, what you're saying is wrong, brother. Theo, I think we talked about that. Theo, I think we talked about that already. I don't know. I, I you know, it, it, again, we can talk to the sun go down about, you know, what weapons determine on what gameness and all that. I don't know. Um, it, I, I think that's all left up to the individual. That's right, Brad. That's exactly right. I don't think anybody disagree with you with that. I think everybody agrees that dead, what dead game means. Dead game means he's dead. Period. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. This is the thing, Brad. Let's let let's talk about this. This is where I think where some of the confusion uh comes in at or 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 a misunderstanding. Just because a bird is dead game, right? How about this? How about a bird win? And then once he win, he 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 die, right? How about that? Is that considered still dead game? Because I hear what people saying, like Brad is saying, he'll rather take a, a winning pit game bird over a losing dead game bird. Now I want bottom, and to me that means they hit hard as they can and try to win. Okay, so let's talk about what Brad is saying. <clears throat> This is the big thing. The I will take a winning pit game rooster over a losing dead game bird. Why can a dead game bird be a winning bird? Now, the, now the response is because the only way we're going to know he dead game is if, if he's dead. No. We ain't got to know if he's dead game. I just want my bird to possess the characteristics that if it go there, he's willing to go there. To me, when you're saying you want a winning pit game bird means that you already know if he go in the deep he ain't he ain't going there that is the difference to me 
I would rather have a winning. And, and, and people say, well, how do you know the bird is dead game if he's not dead? You don't know. You don't know. Right. So we all agree with that. You don't know. But what I'm looking at is, is I want to breed towards that characteristics of dead game. So if it ever come to that, he has it in him. When somebody said, I just want a, a winning pit game bird, you already admit he don't have it in him. Like you already admitting it's a point where he's done. He's throwing a towel in. And, I, and, and to me, and to me, that is where, that's what the direction has, 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 has split. Because guys start to start wanting just pit games or just enough gameness to win. See, that's what pit game, just enough gameness to win. But who said dead game birds don't win? Do you know dead game birds have won two, three times and then realize on the fourth one they was dead game because that's when they lost and died? See what I'm saying? So he was dead game the whole time. He had just never been taken there. So I don't think we should get confused with uh, breeding for, for breeding breeding towards the breeding to want a dead game bird, meaning that he always have to lose. No. We breed it. I'm breeding towards a dead game bird, meaning that and hoping that if it ever goes that deep, he's going to keep going as deep as it go. But pick game to me, you already admitted he ain't going deep. So, Brad, uh, 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 chime in, brother, and let me know if I misinterpreted that. Wow, we got so many uh brothers. We got so many comments in here. What's up, Jay? Jay Riddle, brother. I hope you're doing all as well with your health and everything, man. Long time no see. Uh, I'm glad to see you in here, man. Uh, back up and run. I know you had a, uh, you know, you was dealing with issues, and and I hadn't seen you a while on the on the uh, you know, on social media and stuff, man. So I hope your health and everything is doing well, brother. Um, but like I say, guys, these these are uh. The comments is coming in so fast, guys. I, I can't get them all up. And I'm, I'm trying to read some as, as, as fast as I can. Um, Doug, I agree, man. Yeah, it, it it's 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 Oh, this is a good one right here. Pedro, Pedro said this is a good one right here. A good one. Okay, Pedro said, Jim, there's also the case where Bird won't run, but he will stop fighting and just hold a beating. That's that is true. So what do we call that? That's a good one there. So, so, uh, so what, it, what, you know, what are y'all thoughts on that? What are y'all thoughts on the ones that won't quit, but won't fight? And I'm going to, uh, Jimmy Bratcher, I'm, I'm going to put that up there next too. I'm going to put that up there next. Um, but guys, what are, what are y'all thoughts on, um,
What are y'all thoughts on Pedro's uh, 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 comment? I think that's a good comment as well. Wow, there's so many comments. I can't even keep up with these things. So, guys, post y'all comments on that. I'm going uh, uh, to bring up the other one with Jimmy Bratcher. Uh, Jimmy Bratcher, what you say about 39 and one brother quit? 30, what do you mean, 30 not quitting and one quit, Bratcher? I mean, I don't think, you know, I hear these stories, these American stories. I don't know if they folktale or if they or if they true. Um, but I hear these stories when guys say they had one quit and they went home and called the whole family. I mean, I don't know about that one. But I hear them stories and maybe y'all guys have done it as well. Yep. Let's see here. Kane, I hear what you're saying, Kane. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of us, uh, I think a lot of these comments, and I'm so sorry, guys. I mean, they, they're coming in so quick, I, I can't even... I can't even read these things. It's so, um, Robert, uh, yeah, uh, Robert Day, that, that's it. Let's, let's put up, uh, his, and I, and I agree with this right here. Um, you know, uh, Robert Day May says that every individual is different and you never know how it will turn out until you put them in the right situation. That's exactly right. And that's what I was saying earlier. You don't know if he's going to quit until you see him quit. You don't know. You don't know. Yep. Man, y'all guys are all in the comment section, man. Get God Almighty. <laughs> ben said. <laughs> ben said, if you ain't breeding for game, then you need to quit breeding and start buying. <laughs> Why do you say that, man? Ben ain't playing. Ben dead serious. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but some of this stuff y'all, some of this stuff y'all guys be saying. <laughs> how could you determine, Brian said, how can you determine how much game this is needed to win? That's a great question. Brian said, how can you determine how much game this is needed to win? You would have to determine that after the fight. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's my whole point. That's the reason why everybody should be pre breeding for game because you don't know. It's just like Robert Robert Day uh, uh they say, Dale said, you don't know what it's gonna be until you put in a situation. You don't know. So to me, how do you how do you even breed pit game roosters? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you I don't know how you breed those? To me. If you're breeding pit game roosters, you're not even breeding for games. You're really bre breeding for characteristics. You ain't breeding for gameness because gameness is the core. Everything else is just a characteristic. Like I said earlier on the other video. 
Okay, Humberto says that uh, I believe you can tell if they are dead game by the family, his brothers, uncles, grandfathers, etc. Honestly, uh, Humberto, on that, the, the, the definition is, 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 is the answer. The only way you could determine something is dead game, it got to be dead. There's nothing short of that. To me now, there is no other definition. Dead is dead. Dead is dead. Now, we're not going to start coming up with different variations of dead. Dead is dead. If he's dead game, that means he's dead. Just like Robert said, you don't know what he is until he's put in a situation. That is the reason why I say breeding for pit gameness, which is very common, very, very common, and I hear that all the time. The problem with that is, is like Brian said earlier, how do you know how much is required? You don't. But if you're breeding for deep gameness, at least you could be comfortable enough to know that if he do not get the upper hand and he is the underdog for a period of time, you're not worried about him going anywhere. To me, if he's pit game, you're worried about him going somewhere. I mean, it's a, possi a bigger possibility. Right? But it's so many different variations of, of, of gameness to, today. Again, dead game is dead game. Gameness is gameness to me. If he quit, he ain't game. If he don't quit, he's game. Until I see him quit. Listen to what I just said. He's game if he does not quit. He's not game. You know, he, he, as long as I don't see him quit, he's game. I can't say he's not game until the day I see him quit. If I never see him quit, I can't say he's not game. I mean, I can't. I don't see how you can. Like, how can you say, oh, that bird ain't game? How do you know? Have you ever seen him quit? No. So how do you know he's not game? Oh, his brothers, uncles, and all that. Well, they all, like Mr. Robert Day say, all of them are individuals. That's why I didn't understand the, the concept of you see one quit, you go home and call the whole family. I think that was a bunch of talk, too. I think that was a bunch of ego talk. I don't actually think most guys did that. I hear all them folklore stories. I don't think, I'm not saying nobody has done it, but I don't think everybody who has said that has done it. And more people say it that they would do it and never do it. Right? Yeah, David. David and I, I mean, dead is dead. That's, that's just, uh, we cannot start coming up with variations of dead. Dead is dead. If he's dead game, he's dead. Period. Now we get now 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 we can start to debate this other stuff as version of gameness. But when you talk about dead gameness, there's only one definition of that. Period. Um. Okay. 
So Bratcher said earlier that if 30 brothers didn't quit and one brother did quit, what does that say? I just say that one wasn't game. I don't think that just the other 29 of them wasn't game just because one quit. Just like one could be dead game, but that don't mean 30, 29, somebody out of that 29 won't quit. I think somebody out of that 29 will quit. No, look, this is what, uh, this is a good one. It's another good one, Brad. Brad is saying that I breed some deep game families and use them to cross on speed and cut foul that don't have the same level of gameness. I breed to win. I don't put in all this work to lose and say, boy, he was game. I totally agree. I don't think anybody go to a show to lose. I totally agree. My question to you on that, Brad, because that's it, that that is like the root, the base of the conversation. What is keeping you? What is keeping those? What is keeping either you or the birds? I don't know if it's you or the birds. What is keeping those birds that have the, the speed and cut from being game? That 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 is the part to me that has got confusing. So, so basically, if something is deep game, he ain't going to have cut and he ain't going to have speed. So there's no birds out there that's, that got cut and speed and are deep game? Or are, you, are we saying that you got to take one or the other? You can't have them both. Is, is, is that what we're saying now? Because I, I'm trying to understand. Because, again, I'm looking at this from an Amer American perspective. So Brad, Brad, hey, let us know because that is actually how we started the conversation. Because I said on a part one of the video uh, that I believe that that deep game birds can have cutting speed. I believe they can. I don't believe the only birds that got cutting speed is birds who not deep game. I I I think that you can. I don't see why not. That's the thing that's confusing me. Why can't we, why can't, why are we not all trying to breed deep game birds with cutting speed? No, and, I, and I'm not saying on this, that what beats what speed is cut beats game. I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to figure out why we are not all like, is it, a, is it something impossible? Are there no breeders out there that feel as though they can breed something that's deep game with, with speed and cut. I thought that's the goal. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was it. I, I I mean, that's what I thought. I thought that when you breed game foul, you want them to be game and with the characteristics to win. I didn't know it was a trade-off. I don't see why it is a trade-off.
Like, when did we go to that era? Because the birds that got cut in speed today came from a family that was game. It might have been 30 years ago, but they came to a family that was game before these other weapons came in play. So that's what I'm just trying to figure out. When did we get to the point where, where deep game birds don't have cutting speed? And Daniel said they won't come like that originally. But what is a breeder's job? What, what is a breeder's job? A breeder's job is to create what he desires, right? What he wants. So how is the game is evading the breeders? So I guess, you know, that is what I'm still not understanding. And maybe it's just going over my head. Maybe I'm the one who just don't get it. Maybe everybody else watching this gets it. I just don't get it. I just don't get that deep game birds can't have cut and speed and intelligence. I, it's, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Now, um, these comments is coming in. Brad did answer it. Uh, let me see a bit. Brad, uh, 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 Brad said that probably there are some out, uh, there probably are some that have it all. I don't, uh, I don't have them. My deep game can't compete athletically in derbies on a high level competition. Uh, Ezra, this is what this Ezra, man, listen, dude. I think you're you're not getting the jits of it. What we're saying is, why can't a deep game bird have the characteristics to win? We're not talking. You cannot determine soul gameness on a win or a loss. Just like you cannot determine the quality of a bird on a win or a loss. All wins are not the same. All losses are not the same. So this this notion of Oh, he ain't, you know, it don't matter how game he is if, if you chop his head off. Dude, we all, we, all, we know that. Like, we, we, we already know that. that. That's not what we're talking about. If he cut in half, that's, that's, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is, is why, what era do we get to the point where we gave up gameness for the other characteristics? Now, Lee Best was saying earlier, that Lee Best was saying earlier that uh, they would do brutal tests. I'm not even saying do brutal tests. I'm saying use the individuals that's already been tested. If, if possible, if possible. I know in many cases it's not possible. You might can't use that individual, but maybe you can you continue to use his dad and mom to, in that brood pen again. That's all I'm saying. If you got something that's producing something that's deep game, and it has the cutting speed. I, don't, I, I just don't understand. And again, guys, it may be just me. I'm totally okay with being that guy who just not getting it. I am not getting it. 
I'm not getting it. I am not getting the fact that a deep game bird can't have cut, can't have speed, and not intelligent. I'm not getting that. Like, so if that's the case, then what are we breeding for? Are we breeding solely for characteristics? Some people are. So basically, set your brood pin up just to, just to produce speed and cut. I guess that's the answer then. And, 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 and what I'm saying is, when did we get to this, that point? Because I'm pretty sure back in the day, they wasn't breeding just for that. I'm pretty sure back in the day, gameness was a big core of their program. And, and you can say, well, it's because of the weapon. You can say, well, for whatever reason. All I'm saying is gameness was a core of their program. And as time went on, gameness became secondary. What I'm saying is, why, why didn't we just take those game birds, those deep game birds, and breed those characteristics in it? But I guess they're saying the birds that had those characteristics weren't game. But how is that so? What would they what would their selection process process on that? You know what I mean? And again, guys, I am not uh saying anybody's answers are right or wrong. I'm just trying to get it, and I'm I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it's just hard for me to believe that it's a rarity that birds with cutting speed are deep game. So that's rare in the sport right now. That's that's just just you know again. Right. Tonio. Bam. This is what I said. This is what I said on the first part of the video. Tony said it's not the other weapons. It's a lot of the brood stock is now untested because of laws, right? Popular breeders can't afford to test their brood stock at risk of their livelihoods if they get busted. And you can't blame them. Exactly. What happens is thousands of untested birds are making, made, uh, making it into breeding programs all over the world. Bam. Bam. To me, isn't that what I said the first time around? I said that not verbatim, but in the same thing. I don't understand, and this is the reason why. When, when y'all asked me, when y'all said earlier it, it was the weapon, I said, no, it wasn't a weapon. I think it was the breeder. That's what I said on part one. Go back to part one video, and you'll hear me say that. I don't think it's the weapon. I think it's the breeder. He changed his standards, his selection process, and as a result of it, gameness became a secondary quality. Yeah. Gameness is a secondary is secondary and and Antonio just gave an excellent example of why of why. And again, like he said, you can't blame them. Because these days and times where's illegal guys ain't showing the birds. You know, they showing them in other countries, they making a brew stock or whatever the case is, but they're not showing them because, like he said, they don't want to jeopardize their livelihood because of the laws. 
Kenneth Rinfo said that gameness became second because of time limits. That's a great point. That's a very valid. That's another valid point as well. Let me put this up here. Kenneth Rinfro said that 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 gameness became second because of time limits. Now, this is my interpretation of Kenneth's uh, 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 comment, and why I can kind of see what why he why I can relate to it. Why I can relate to it is is in Puerto Rico has always been time limits, but as the times got shorter. They had to change their selection process to look for characteristics for birds that can get the job done in a shorter period of time. But mind you, they can still take the same heat and don't look for a way out. That's what I'm saying. I know it can be done. I know it can be done. But I think they prioritize the characteristics and said gameness didn't matter as long as he gets the job done. I mean, that's that's what it came out to be. Regardless if you want to agree with it or not, that's what it came out to be. And like Brad said earlier, he not doing all of this to say, hey, uh, yeah, he was a game one, and I agree with him. Nobody going there to lose. Nobody went there to lose. For sure. And nobody just want to come out with pats on the back. Somebody wants to go to the pay window every once in a while. <clears throat> yep. Okay. So here's here's what Fred said. Okay. This goes back to what we talked about a little earlier. Fred said, my opinion had to go, uh, my opinion, uh, 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 people had to uh, give up deep game gameness to compete with the pick game birds. And long and short, I've always said uh, dead game birds don't care to get hit. Now, who? why does a dead game bird can't be intelligent? Why does a dead game bird can't have, why can't a dead game bird have good movement, have talent, be athletic? Be intelligent. Why? You see what I'm saying? That's not, that's all I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of great. Uh, man, y'all guys are really, really coming in uh, with the comments, and it's great. The comments are great. It's a lot of comments. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hey, David said that only judge your rooster by what they do at the pit. A rooster that may uh may be game, I guess may be game at the house may quit. I guess quit on you after a two-hour ride. <laughs> David, I <laughs> I hey, David could have a point. That that uh uh I'm pretty sure some people kind of agree with that. As well. 
Yep. Man, y'all guys are coming in with these comments. It is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. Hold on, it's a good question. Okay, Facebook user. I don't know who this person is because he don't have a name. I usually don't bring up comments with people don't that on. Okay. Uh, he said it's hard to make a super rooster. So I guess a rooster that got got winning characteristics and his game, deep game, I guess that's a super rooster. That's what he's referring to as a super rooster. Uh, the better question would be, when were roosters better now or when legal? I mean, that's just, I don't know. I think that that that's, that's going to be debated like pointing. Uh, Stomper Collins said, I'll, I, I'm laying 80 that they don't have all the characteristics. I'll lay 100 that they don't have all the characteristics because that's exactly why, this, why these live streams have started because they don't have all the characteristics. And that's why we're trying to figure out what, what era did they lose them. Uh, so basically, back in the day, so so from Stomper Column's uh, comment and and the other guy comment of uh, you can't have a super rooster, uh, the better question is would be whether rooster's better today or when it was legal. Well, I guess Stomper Collins' comment can answer this comment because this guy, and I don't see a name on here, uh, consider a bird with with ga deep game with the characteristics as a super rooster. And Stomper Collins said that he'll lay 80 that they don't have all of, all, all of the uh, characteristics. So that means that back in the day, so I'm assuming, looking at those two comments, back in the day, they didn't have super roosters because their birds were deeply game, but they didn't possess all the characteristics. Today, the birds are not deeply game, but they possess all these characteristics. So which one is better? <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> yes, yeah, Stomper Collins. I believe good roosters travel well. Travel well. Yeah. Oh man, we got so many comments. <laughs> hey, David said, David said he'll know much about Gamecocks, but he's expert on Dunhills. Ah. <laughs> uh. Guy said, travel, uh, 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 Jimmy Bratcher said, travel a family of birds for an hour and see if he win, he better be game. So I guess that's, that's kind of what, uh, what, 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 what some guys believe that, uh, that traveling can, um, traveling can make a rooster quit. Tra so traveling can make a rooster quit. Wow. 
So hold on. Let me let me let me ask this again because I'm I'm guys, y'all gotta forgive me. I'm confused on a lot of some of these. Some of this stuff is confusing me. So I ain't talking about winning or losing. I'm talking about quitting. So traveling can make a rooster quit or lose. It's different in losing now. Because if bird don't travel good or whatever, he might not have a good performance. That's one thing. But a bird traveling and now he quit. Now I'm a little, I'm a little confused on that one. I'm a little confused on that one. Brad, we Brad, we we know this, brother. We already know that dead game roosters are in the dead game pal. That's why it's called dead game. We 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 completely know that. That's not what we're saying. That's not even on a topic uh as far as what we're talking about. We're talking about how what era did we get to the point where birds with qualities are not deep game anymore? That's that's what we're talking about. Got you. Got you. Okay, so here, here's what uh Donnie French said. Donnie French said, if you stay, if you stayed in this game for 50 years, you could count on one hand the lines of foul that had it all, and they won't have have it for more than five to six years because it's so hard to maintain. That way, no, and this is what I want to make clear on, on my on my part. Um, I agree with uh, what Donnie is saying because at the end, and this is this is another thing we we have to remember. It doesn't take a complete bird to win every show. You see what I'm saying? It it doesn't take a complete bird to win every show. Some, I mean, every show is is won by some type of characteristic. Some could be won on speed. Some could be won on power. Some could be won on movement. Some could be won on gameness. Some can be won on intelligence. Every show is won on, on a different characteristic. So, yeah, you don't have, and honestly, you don't need to have, you don't need to have every single one of those qualities to win. That's a fact. You don't need to have every single one of those qualities to win. That is a fact. But my question is, is that enough reason for you not to breed towards a complete bird? Because I honestly thought that most guys are trying to create the complete bird. Initially, that's what I thought when I came back to the state. But I found out that most of them are just breeding for a characteristic that they feel as though can win at that time. And I understand because, like Brad said earlier, he don't want to be losing. You know what I mean? So that is that is the thing that, again, the ultimate goal is to breed something as complete as possible. Will you get it is a whole nother story. How long would it take is a whole nother story. Do you need it? Not in all cases. But I would rather go with it 
than without it or as close to it than without it at all. I would be more comfortable competing with birds that have characteristics that's needed to win, but also I know the person that's breeding them value gameness as well versus going to a show that with birds that have characteristics, but you know the breeder don't care about gameness at all. That right there to me will kind of make a determining factor how you value gameness. You got two breeders. One that just value characteristics that it takes to win. One that value also value characteristics that's going to win, but also values gameness. Not saying everything's going to be deep game, but some individuals don't care about gameness at all. Zero. Literally zero. And you can look at some of the comments we, that was been posted over, over tonight. Some people don't care about gameness at all. I still would rather go with someone that still value gameness. Not saying they consistently able to put it in every one of their birds but they know that game is still is a core of their program because I would rather go with a breeder that is breeding knowing that if he go to the drag, he's going with some confidence. Some of these guys out here know that if they don't win in the fly or the, the main pit, you might as well cancel Christmas because they already know what's going to happen. They already know. And, and Hey, I'm not saying one is better than the other because it's your time, it's your money, and it's your chickens. But just for conversation's sake and an opportunity for us to educate people and share our opinions about it, I think allows a lot of people out there who never even thought about it this way to just start thinking. That's all. That's why I love the comments because – we get to share our ideas. And a lot of guys in the comment section are, are, is sharing real life experience. And that to me, it's like priceless because now we get to look and see like, man, you know, this dude, you know, he won. He beat a guy that he know had, you know, some done heels and it still didn't make him go home and change his program. You know, that make you think like, man, well, why not? Why he didn't change his program? Did he not want to win? No, like, like Lee Best says, not that I didn't want to win. What I was doing worked for me. What he was doing worked for him. You see what I'm saying? That's why these comments is jewels. That's why the comments are, are, are just jewels because there's so much to learn from this comment section. Hold on. Scott Miller said that uh, I will stick with gameness and characteristics. I most definitely want to keep gameness. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, like I say, guys, it, you know, all of us for each his own. It is no, there is no right or wrong comments. There is no right or wrong comments because we all individually do whatever we want to do with our foul. And we run our breeding programs and breed for, for whatever we want. There is no right or wrongs. Okay. Kenneth Rimpro said, my first thought is always gameness first because it is what wins the ones you supposed to lose in a drag. This is why I say, yes, Jay Riddles, I agree. Sooner or later, you're going to need that gameness to put you at that window. This is why I say 
and why I would want to go with the breeder who still valued the gameness and the characteristics, but he also valued that gameness versus the guy who's just valuing characteristics. And let me tell you why. It's going to take a certain level of gameness to win every single show. You got 1% of 1% of 1% that walk out of there without a scratch. Very, very few that ever happened. Very, very few that ever happened. Back to like Donnie French said, you've been in here, you've been in this for 50 years, you can probably count on one hand the amount that walked out of there clean. And if he walked out of there clean, he ain't walk out there clean the next time. I can promise you that. Ain't nothing ever went their whole career walking out clean, right? So what I'm saying is it's going to come to a point where they're going to knock on that game this door. They're going to knock on that game this door. And this is the problem you run into. You don't know how hard they're going to knock. You don't know how hard they're going to knock. And that's the problem when you're breeding just for characteristics. Because they're going somebody. It might not be that one. But your family, they're going to come knocking on that game this door. If you breeding a family, they're going to come knocking on that game this door. And how hard they're going to knock is like Robert Day said earlier. You don't know until the situation happens. You don't know. But if gameness is not on your menu, you better hope they knock lightly. That's all I'm saying. You better hope they knock lightly. Yep. We got so many comments coming in. Okay, Ray. Ray said that uh, why do you need gameness when the majority of fights are decided in one or two pittings? Uh, you must be looking at some superstars because I have seen a lot of stuff go past two pittings. I mean, if you take, say, back in the day, if you took 100 entries, uh, most of them wasn't decided in one or two pittings. Maybe from particular breeders, from particular breeders, their shows was decided in one or two pittings. But a lot of those guys, they wouldn't have drag pits if everything was decided in one or two pittings. That's what I'm saying. It'd be more like the Philippines. Now, if you're talking about the Philippines, yeah, most of that stuff is decided in one or two, you know I mean? It's decided real quick. But short of that, you know, I don't, I, I mean, you can, you can, I can, I can agree with it's, 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 it, it, it can go one direction in one or two pittings, but it ain't completely decided. And the only reason I say that is if it was, if that was the case, then everything that was ahead in the main would automatically win in the drag the majority of time, you know, because you said the majority, the majority. So that means that everything that was ahead in the main is automatically going to win in, a, in the, not automatically, but the majority of the time they're going to win in the drag. I can't agree with that based on my experience. And I'm not saying I disagree with you. Let me rephrase that. I don't disagree with you. Based on my experience, that's not what I have experienced or seen. 
Yeah, Paige, I agree with you. Paige is saying that, and this, and this is again, Paige is saying, I haven't seen many derbies uh won without having to show gameness at least once. I agree with that. I agree. Uh 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 and, and that's what I'm saying. If you got a family, that somebody gonna come knocking on that gameness door. You ain't going, you ain't gonna be competing for long, unscratched, untested. Not under pressure. Not I don't man. Somebody tell me that I'll be like I had to see it to believe it. You might have got waited one, two, three times and stuff like that. But somebody gonna come knocking on that game this door. <laughs> yep. Led said that hundred percent fact. If you don't think one's as good as the rest, you're behind. Yeah. This is what I, and Stomper Collins, I kind of, this is what I was saying earlier. You know, uh, uh, Stomper said he will, he will bet that more than 50% of the fights will change once they leave the main and go to the drag. From my experience, that's why I said not the majority. Is a, I'm telling you right now, from what I, I'm telling you. Um, so, so, let's see here. Okay, Doug said, I want the game is that wins the fight. That fight, I should have lost to get to the window. Most of the time, to get to the window, you win one, you should have lost. Game is done. I that's that's what I'm 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 just saying. You know, it 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 is is it you know, I can't express it enough. I just seen game this pull people through way too many times. Way too many times. Those characteristics are good inside that main. But a lot of times after that main, those characteristics ain't even what's determining. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And it's kind of what 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 uh, uh, Stomper said earlier. You know, once they leave that main, 50% of the time it changes. The one that was in the head in the main be behind in a drag. You know, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. You know, and some of them don't even get uh, to the to 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 the drag. You know what I mean? A lot of them, depending on what things is going on, a lot of them got to show that game is there. And I have seen it. I have seen it. And not always the best bird wins. It was the best one on that day. It was the first one to the punch a lot of times. Because you have one that is on top. You know, we don't all seen the ones on top quit. So what does that mean? Right? Yeah, it's some great comment. Ray, this right here, again. Ray said he don't see many short knife, long knife fights go to the drag. Ray, I agree they shouldn't go to the drag. But I tell you what, it's more go to the drag than not. There's more that go to the drag than not. Yep. Yeah. Uh so uh uh um Jeff was saying that you better have game roosters to win in the spur. I think we all agree with that. Uh 
Brandon said that uh, handles have to be as game as his foul on a battleground. I agree. I agree. It, it, it takes it. It takes it. Yep. It's a lot of great comments. Guys, I'm just looking through some of these comments because there's a lot of great comments on here. Um, yeah, Kobe, I think everybody, uh, Cowboy, I think everybody uh, has good foul these days. I mean, well, I think everybody has access to good foul these days. I actually think most guys got more foul than they are roostermen, than they know what to do with. You know, I think sometimes, in, in a lot of cases, Guys got birds, more bird than they know what to do with. And a lot of times they screw them up. Yep. Some some guys would be better off just letting them go as they go. Because some guys have gotten their hands on some phenomenal birds and they just look like trash when they, <laughs> they just look. They just don't, they don't look good. And you know it ain't the bird. You just know it ain't. Yep. Uh, Doug is saying, I want the gameness that wins. Uh, that Oh, yeah, we already read that one. Uh, let's read this comment. Joe. Okay, Joe said, uh, you got to have gameness. It's almost impossible to go four or five straight without getting touched. To me, there's a level of gameness. You got some that's game enough to just stay in a the pit. Then you got some that get cut and can crawl and drag themselves across. The yep, that's exactly right. So what Joe Hunt said is 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 what we was talking about in the first one. You know, it's levels. Like I said, it's levels to gameness. There's definitely le levels to it. Uh, but like you said, dead game, there's no levels to dead game. That's either one or the other. Um, yeah, I'm just reading some of these comments because, like I said, these comments is coming in strong. Okay, now here is Noah. Noah said that uh, Noah said one hour in one one hour in. I don't want to have to worry about when when he's had enough. I want to know he will be there. Game should be the number one factor when you're pitting a brew pin together. When you put in a brew brew pin together, the other thing after I never understood why someone would breed for something that once they leave the main, they already wanted to pay the man. Well, hey, Noah, you, <laughs> you, you know what, Noah, that is a, that's a very valid point. <laughs> and it's just funny how you put that in there. But let me tell you about what I take from this comment that Noah put up here, which is a very valid point. And, and the reason why I say it's a valid point, because there is people out there that's like that. They know, and I can look at the expression on their face. They know. Once they leave that big box and go to that little box, you can know that they don't have no confidence. You know that they, you can look at them and know they don't have any confidence. So what does that tell you? Them characteristics ain't get it done. Uh, wow, these comments. 
Yeah. Hugh say, uh, you don't know his gameness until uh, he gets hit a few times, and that is when you see what he's made of. That's exactly right. That's what Robert Day and the guys talked about earlier. Yeah, that's what they talked about earlier. Right. Now, again, I guess a lot, a lot of y'all guys are coming back to the same thing, too, about these time limits. Um. Yeah, about these times. It looks like the rules and the time limits. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm. You know, it's looking like uh, some of y'all guys are saying that gameness was also affected by a lot of these time limits. So, uh, Jeff Harris said you can't get uh, roosters of a barnyard to stay ten minutes in a Mexican show. What do y'all guys think about that? Amber say, uh, Amber Robinson say, I like a game rooster no matter what. I agree with you, Miss Amber. I totally agree. This is a good one. Ray Rodriguez say, uh, in my opinion, a breeder breeds for his choice of heel. That's another topic. That's another topic, but just to let you know, I agree. And, it's, and, it, and the reason why I say that's another topic, because I can go off on a tangent on, on why I agree with that. But not saying I'm is right because I agree, but I'm saying I, I I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Maybe that's what I should say. Okay, Bradshaw said the drag is the same in any weapon. Well, I guess it is, but this one thing I do know. Once you hit that drag, you have to have a longer stroke to swing something four inches long versus swing something two inches long. So what I see in a drag with them long old four inches, it is just a bunch of pecking because they ain't got it in them to swing that long thing from way back here. I don't, I don't, it, it's just from, again, you know, I just don't see it. So I think it, it may be a little different. But I think it's when it comes to game, this is all the same. Yep. Um, yep. And Stopper said, you know, uh, uh, he have seen uh, uh, many times just about, like he said, I have seen what you just said about dragging themselves to win Many times, so game this does matter. It does, and I see it. You know, it does, and I and it's still around. And it's still around. Yep, game this is still around. It ain't, you know, it ain't, it ain't everybody ain't just breeding characteristics. Because, you know, again. And and then another thing too, guys, you got to understand, there is certain levels of competition. You know what you're able to get away with on one level of competition, you may not be able to get away with another level of competition. 
What you, what what are y'all guys' thoughts on that? Do do y'all feel do y'all feel do y'all feel the same on that? Depending on a competition, it really shouldn't. But in reality, we know it do. Ray, again, we going back to what we initially said. We all want the cut. But our, what we were talking about was when did we get to the point where game roosters don't have cut? You know what I mean? When, when did we get to that point where game roosters don't have ability and don't have cut? Now, this is a good one here. Now, Kobe Brewer said, if you have a line that puts up a 75% or better winning percentage, but you have one that will quit, is it really worth doing away with it? My answer is no. My answer is no. And I think we answered that earlier with, with uh, Bratcher. Jimmy Bratcher said, asked the same thing. And uh, my answer is no. And uh, if you're getting 75%, then you probably need to move to a higher level of competition. Because 75% in this business is extremely hard to get consistently. You may go a show at 75, but if you're active, the percentage of 75, that is very hard to get. Very hard. They're going to be writing books about you. Yeah. Nick is saying, uh, he said he noticed in the last two years there have been a lot of roosters cutting fast and not much drag. I can't remember eight or nine years ago you could go to the drag for an hour at a time. Yeah. And and I would think, um, you know, I would think, you know, uh, with, with some of these weapons, you shouldn't ever make it to the drag. That's what I was under the impression. I'm thinking of gaff, natural heal, and stuff like that making it to the drag. That samurai on them, I don't see how they ever go to, and I have seen a bunch of them go to the drag. And I'm like, how are they even going to the drag with that samurai? That's They can't even swing that thing it's so long. So I, I just don't understand how they even getting over there. I don't even think they should ever make it there. I think that thing need to be sided in a big box. That's just my opinion. Yep. <laughs> this is what Kane said. Kane said, nah, when a barnyard bird gets scratched, he's done. I guess that's in that's in response to Jay. Uh Jay uh Jeff Harris said that uh that a that that you can take a barnyard and compete in in, in, in a 10 minute Mexican show. Yeah, I don't know because I didn't see some rough ones, so I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if you can take a if a barnyard is good enough. I don't I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't pull it off, but, I, but it goes back to the consistency thing, right? It goes back to the consistency thing. Yep. So this is a. Uh...
this is uh now Jay said that him and him and uh, him and Cortez, you know, down in Mexico, uh, you know, they went two two hours until it was like I say, I mean, is the game this is still around. The game this is still around. Noah said 10 minutes or an hour goes back to the level of game. Yeah, I guess, you know, the 10 minutes is the pit game. The one, the one hour is the is the deep game. Yep. No, and, and Stomper Collins, you exactly right. But again, that was my thought. Uh that was my thought. And I was just as shocked uh when I seen the amount that actually went to the small box. I was just like, honestly, my personal opinion, they shouldn't ever leave the big box. Not with them things. Not with them things that they swinging. They shouldn't ever leave the big box. But it happens all the time. I promise you, it happens more times than not. There's more shows determined. I could be wrong. Let me not speak out of context. But put it this way. It's more shows being decided in a small box than I think should ever be decided in a small box. I'll put it like that. Yep. Joe Hunt, I agree with you. Uh, you got to be game in a short. You got to be game in a short. You know, like I say, it's a it's going it take a require it take a certain level of gameness regardless of what you compete in and what the time limits is. It does. It just does. And the whole thing about being in that drag for two hours, guys, y'all got to understand too. In a lot of cases, they in there for two hours just pecking. I mean, literally, their body not even moving. They like, I mean, so, you know, they, they ain't throwing nothing. Most of them is just pecking, pecking. You know what I mean? And it's amazing when you see the ones actually throwing. So, guys, some of these comments is too big. Keep them coming because some of them are just too big to uh, put on the uh, screen. Um, Roller said, on the other hand, if you go to the drag, then Arusa didn't do his job and is missing something, defense cut or something. That that could be definitely a, a, something to, to think about for sure. Yeah. That could be definitely something to think about. Yeah. Man, it's some... Unbelievable comments coming in. Love the comments. Okay. This is a good one. Leo. Leo said, Leo said, uh, once he heard from Jeff, who handled for Joe uh, entry back in the day at sunset that sometimes they breed a little off-colored blood into their red blood for cut. 
he went on by saying, sure, I'll have one in 50 that might sell up, but I can live with that. And you got that right. I'm, I'm, yeah, you got that right. I will be able to live with it as well. And not only that, them off-colored birds can cut. I'm telling you. Y'all guys laugh at him. Juan was on here early. He made fun of him. I love off-colored birds. <laughs> I love off-colored birds. <sighs> okay, here you go. Jeff is saying that... Um, Jeff said, when, when I went to the Philippines, seen more roosters uh, quit and run than all year when legal here. There are a lot of Dunhills over there, but Dunhills have killed the Gamecocks in the Philippines that uh, was world slashes. Yeah, that's that's the truth. Because like I say, I mean, it's definitely, uh, it's a lot of birds over there that got that reaction time. You know, that reaction time. And, and I think those... The, the way they prepare those, uh, you know, prepare their tools over there, it's a, in my opinion, is on a different level. It's on a whole different level. They tools over there is, is a whole different level. And uh, and I agree because that's like a one hitter quitter. A one hitter quitter. That's one place you ain't seeing them go. They don't even need to make a small box. <laughs> and to me, that's how it should, should be with that samurai. Now, this is what and, 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 and Cowboy said that a, a short knife you can't win off of handling itself. I see a lot of stuff win off of handling. And that's another topic. Let me write that down. It's two, it's two good topics. It's two good topics we need to talk about on another live stream. Right? Hold on here, guys. Let me write this down so I don't forget it. So it's two good topics. Um, that we need to talk about. Yes, two good topics that we need to talk about. Uh, birds bred for weapons. And, uh, uh, handlers winning shows. Because I would like to talk about that on, on two because this live stream already, already been an hour and a half. I know y'all guys love love uh this. Like I said, it's been great. This has been a great, 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 great night. Um, uh, cowboy, yeah, we're gonna make that. That might be the topic for tomorrow or something. Yep. Um Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Fred said, my opinion, buddy, not many dead game families left. You are correct. The competition type in derbies, gaff versus knife. You can't compete in long or short without being deep game. That's exact. I totally agree with that, Fred. You can definitely compete uh, in long or short without being deep game. That's for sure. Uh, Tony always saying that uh, long term is important to any breeding. That's exactly right. You know, uh, I think, uh, you know, if you get short sighted, you're going to actually to me, if you short sighted, you're going to put yourself leap years behind. Um, and what I mean by leap years behind 
you'll have a run. And then once you hit that wall, that's when you're going to realize you are so far behind because you done went so far down the wrong road. Yeah. Uh, Dakota said that everybody got uh, everybody got their own opinion, but gayness is a big thing for me. You got to have gayness. Yeah, you can't take a less game bird and kill the gayness rooster, but that game is going to take you a long way to me. No, I, I agree, too. I just don't understand why it's all, why how how it has became so why gayness have fell so so far down a totem pole. Yeah, down the totem pole. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I see a lot. What Noah said, he, you know, he said he he Noah said they uh, uh that's why I like the time limit and the blade. First couple blows, they're done. All they gonna do is sit there and peck. Uh, it will go on forever due to not being able to finish. That is the truth. That definitely, I, you know, that is the truth. Like I was saying earlier, they can't even swing their arm back to throw that big old samurai. You know what I mean? It's like all they doing is pecking. That's all they doing is pecking. Uh... Okay. Um, yes, Scott Miller said that a good handler got a lot to do with it in a drag. That's true. Yep. Uh, Stomper said, uh, well, sometime in his swords, uh, both birds will get disabled uh, to where they uh, cannot finish and they have to go to the small box to peck it out. Again, game that should be there. Exactly. 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 Yep. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, here's Glenn. Glenn said that he's always been about game. His first hit, rather lose dead game than than lose by quitting. Uh, Glenn, I agree with that. And, and but 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 here's the argument to that. Guys is saying that when you breathe for the characteristics that's needed, they're gonna keep sending you to the dead pal. I'm saying it don't always work out like that because every last one of those birds gonna get touched, and when somebody come knocking on that game this door. You have you don't know how hard they're going to knock and you got to, you know, at least have the confidence to know no matter how hard they knock, my bird should be able to stay in there. And, and some people, they don't have that confidence. Some people don't want to go to the drag. I can promise you that some of them don't. Yep. Uh, uh, Brad, yep, 
Okay, Brad said, my my opinion, health and condition plays a role in what one can take. If you know what you are doing, you can get a lot more out of them. You know, I, I definitely think so. That's why, you know, the health, the flesh, the bones, all of that plays a role. And, you know, it's it's crazy that some guys overlook that part. They think it's just genetic. Oh, brood pin, brood pin. Brew, I'm like, dude, it takes more than just a brew pin. It it's so much more to this than just a brew pin. Yes, you definitely need a good brew pin, but it's still a whole bunch more other than just a brew pin. That's why I said earlier that uh, I see a lot of guys that got more rooster than they know what to do with. Because that brew pin was right, but they just can't fill in all the other blanks. They can't fill in the blanks with the correct answers. I'm telling you. So because good good genetics are, are a lot more accessible than it was a long time ago. If you got the money, you know the right people, you get access to very good genetics. But I'm telling you, a lot of guys got more rooster than they know what to deal with. They don't got the answers to fill in those blanks between that brew pen and show day. I'm telling you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, David said he thinks that handling went more in a short knife, short and long than a spur. I agree. I agree. Hey, Stopper said uh, game is not down on the totem pole here. Yeah, this right here, Glenn makes a very good point. He said that the, the gameness, he replied to the thing about, I, I, I asked why gameness fell so far down on the totem pole. And uh, Glenn is saying it fell down a totem pole uh, because people making excuses for their foul and looking for quick wins. They definitely looking for quick wins and they got a bag of excuses. <laughs> they definitely looking for quick wings and they got a bag of excuses. The, re the reason why the uh the reason gameness has fallen down the totem pole is because the time limits, if uh no time limits, you will see the game is just like you did in the spur. Yeah, so we'll put up here. Jeff said the reason Jeff uh responses the reason gameness have fell down a totem pole is because of the time limits. If no time limits, you will see the game is just like you did, it's like you used to do in the spur. Um yeah, yep. And back in the day, was no, you know, the spur, no time limit. So, yep, that makes a lot of sense. Yep, I agree, Jeff, 100%. Yeah. Noah, this is another great, great, great comment. Uh, Noah said that... Uh, Everyone see you, uh, everyone seen you didn't need, you didn't have to have a deep game rooster to win in a blade. So they push games to the side. Let, let's be honest. Uh, let's be honest here. Most of us don't want to sit in a drag for two hours because 
let me tell you, it's rough the next day. No, that's that's definitely true. That is definitely true. <laughs> guys, y'all guys are blowing the comment section. No. Ray, this is going to be the last one we'll put up here. If gameness is so important, why is everybody breeding, everyone breeding for speed cut nowadays? I don't think everybody's breeding just for speed and cut. I think if you just because you're breeding for speed and cut don't mean you're not breeding for gameness as well. If that's the case, then let five brothers uh, that got a lot of cut end up running and see how long that person will breed that family. They ain't going to breed it long. So, I mean, but but again, Ray, you have to breed what works for you. And I think everybody in this comment section is going to breed what works for them. We understand that to you, gameness is not on the menu. You don't care about gameness. You only care about ability, the characteristics for speed and cut. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just that's just you. But everybody in this comment section is not looking at it the same way. You know, everybody got different uh, uh, programs. So you just want speed and cut. Other guys in the comment, they want speed and cut as well, but they also want some gameness. You don't care about gameness, and that's okay because you don't have to care about gameness. Um, so, you know, and again, it's totally up to each individual person because there is no right or wrong answers in the comment section. There is no right or wrong answers in the comment section. Everybody's just sharing what's important to them, what they value, what they don't value, and how they look at things and that kind of stuff. That's all. Ain't no biggie. It's no biggie. I'll tell you one thing that I have seen. Uh, and the reason why I say, <clears throat> and, and again, my opinion on this is just a reflection of my experience and my exposure. And that's the reason why the comment section comments are so diverse, because we all have different experiences. We all had different exposures and that kind of thing in this sport. So we all got a different perspective on it. But but in, in, in minds and like I say, the reason why I felt as though gameness was important. Let me tell you another reason. I have seen those birds that walk in there that got all that speed. Right. And they show against something that got, you know, that's game and durable. And they go in there, chop, 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 chop. And that bird hit them with one blow. Bam! And they go from 100 miles an hour down to 2 miles an hour. I have seen it so many times. Those birds bred for just speed and cut is all good until they get hit with a hammer. When they get hit, the whole game I have. And I tell you, in hennies, I love hennies. But one of the things I've seen with hennies, at least Puerto Rican hennies, is they are deadly accurate, extremely fast, and everybody on the island know they can cut. But this is the one thing that I see with them. When they get hit with that hammer, it's, they, they better be game. And not only game, I think their bodies is not built as durable. You know what I mean? And, uh, and I also seen it with mine. I had a henny. They called him Sniper. I mean, if y'all guys was following me, 
Y'all know about them. Um, and I'm telling you, uh, the first time I had him, because I bought him at a show, at a win, he won phenomenally. And I, I, I convinced the older guy, which was 80 years old, to sell him to me, and I got him. But the first time I showed him, he got hit with a hammer coming out the gate. When they opened up the let him loose, he got hit with a hammer. And that, it took him about three minutes. I mean, he was coming from behind. He was coming from behind. And he struggled coming from behind because he got hit hard. And I'm telling he came from behind and he won. Uh, so, you know, he won five times with me and one time when I bought him. So he won six. But I'm telling you right now, that's one of the things I've seen. That's the reason why me personally, I will always breed gameness. Gameness will be a priority to me. And everything else will be an accessory. And it doesn't mean I want to go there to lose. Because I have seen plenty of them win. I have seen plenty of good birds that was gaming enough to take it while they was dishing it out. They dished out enough to win, but they was game enough to take what they was given. Yep. <laughs> hey, look what Jimmy Brasher said. Jimmy Brasher said, you should not be in a hair to go home in a sport. <laughs> uh, you should be you should be in a hair to go home. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. <sighs> yeah. It's so many guys. It's, it's some great comments. Now, this is the key. And it's, and I think that's exactly what uh, somebody else, I think uh, uh, a Stomper College just said the same thing. Uh, you got to breed what makes you stay, uh, stay out in the roosters and, and what makes you happy. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's exactly right. That's really what, what it comes down to. Like I said earlier, it's your time, it's your money, it's your roosters. You got to do what's best for you. At the end of the day, if you're not happy and you're doing it somebody else's way, and maybe you are having some success, but if you're not happy, you're not really successful. I mean, you might be putting those wins on a board and that kind of stuff, but if you're not happy, you're not successful. And, you know, I think that's what's most important, first and foremost. Are you happy breeding what you're breeding? If you're not, to me, you're losing. That's just the way. It's like having a high-paying job that you hate. Some people think you're winning. Oh, man, you got a job making $100,000 a year, man, and but you hate it. Every day you dragging yourself to work. You hate it, but you're making 100 grand. That 100,000 got you in a nice house, got you in a nice car, the family's taken care of, but you hate it. Some people think that's success. I mean, I personally don't think it's success, but it ain't me. I'm not going to drag to work. I don't care if they pay me $300,000. I just, I'm a drag to work long enough for me to find something else. That's it. Um, 
Glenn said the lie, the lie that deep game birds can't fight and win. There are some that can't just can you just can't gotta look somewhere not in the spotlight. There are some that can you just gotta look in the spotlight. So basically what he's saying is, and Glenn, I, I agree with you 100 percent I don't know where this conclusion, and I asked that early in the first video, what era did we get away from that that deep game birds don't have the characteristics to win? You know, I just uh, who said dead game birds can't win? I mean, yeah, you know, who said dead game birds can't win? Like a dead game bird can win two or three times, and then on then on his third, third or fourth one, then be dead game. But that don't mean he's dead game, like he never won nothing in his life. So, you know, I don't know. I'm just not a believer. And like I said earlier, maybe I just can't, I'm I'm the confused one. Maybe I just don't get it. I can't believe nobody's gonna make me believe that a winning a winning bird can't be deep game. You know, nobody's gonna make me believe the only birds that win is the birds that just got characteristics. That is that is, I just and again, it's my right not to accept that. You know, and I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of guys out there saying, "Well, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong." I'm no wronger than you on the way you look at stuff, because you ain't got no 100% winner percentage either. You know what I'm saying? So you what? You ain't no more right than me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, uh, it's just so many comments, man. Guys, uh, we have been on here for almost two hours. This has been... Uh, this has been a, a awesome conversation, and this is part two. If you haven't had opportunity to, to listen to part one when I was in Walmart's parking lot, go to my page and you'll look at part one, um, and that's part one. But this is part two. We've been on here an hour and 50 minutes. Uh, hold on. Let me get, let me get here. Okay. This is going to be the last one, guys, and then we're going to have to get off of here. <laughs> okay, Tonio. Tonio said, "People, do people intentionally breed away from gameness? Would you buy a Ferrari if you knew it would break down in two months? Thing with gameness is we don't know till we show them. No guarantee or warranty with chickens. But if you know, would you invest time and money into a bird that could run? Tony, that's a great question. That's a great question. And 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 this is the amazing part about that about that statement that the comment Tonio just made. That it was my point. You saying that gameness is not important because you just focus on cutting speed, right? I mean, you first of all, you don't know how game they are. Uh until they that somebody come knocking on that gameness door. But also, too, guys will still use the same brood pin after they know a bunch of them done ran. They'll still use that brood pin if enough of them have won. Now, maybe somebody sees something wrong with that. <clears throat> maybe somebody don't. But 
that is my interpretation of pit game. Knowing that they got the ability, they can stand there a little bit, but they can't stand there long. So I'm assuming you're hoping that they win fairly quick and not have to go to the little box. That's what I'm assuming based on my interpretation. So, um, but yeah, so that's a great uh, comment. I wanted to leave that comment on the screen. Guys, it's been an awesome topic, an awesome night. This was part two. If you had to have an opportunity to look at part one, go to my page and look at part one. Um, I was in Walmart's parking lot. We talked about this topic until it got dark. And I had to do my running around. And then I got back to the house. And this is part two. I didn't realize part two. Um, I didn't realize part two would last two hours, almost two hours. So, so. <laughs> so game is uh so this has been a good one this has been a good one guys if you just came in late i'm sorry about that uh but it's been almost two hours and this is part two it's been a pleasure uh to hang out with y'all guys tonight uh i think the comment section was the best section of the whole interview i mean not the interview the whole live stream um you know, like I say, this is what it's all about, guys. Each one, teach one. Everybody has the ability to learn and teach. We all do. That's what the comment section is for. I'm not a talking bobblehead. I'm just a moderator of the conversation. I come up with the topics. I share my experiences. But what's most important is y'all guys chiming in. That's what's important. Not me talking. Not my opinion. I share my perspectives to keep the conversation engaging and interesting. But y'all guys' comments is the foundation of these live streams. Period. That's what it is. And I love that y'all guys constantly uh, comment. The first live stream I did in Walmart parking lot, Got like 300 comments. And you know what's amazing about that, guys? It wasn't one argument. It wasn't one argument. Not one. 300 comments and not one argument. I don't know how many comments was in this one, but one thing I do know, no arguments. And that's not by chance. Guys know overhead journey to the pit and what we do and what I do, there's no egos involved. It's all about each one, teach one. That's our culture. Our culture is creating an environment for everybody to learn and create an opportunity for the ones that want to teach to teach. There is no know-it-alls over here. And that's what I like about it. And that's why we can go on with these live streams. That's why we can go on with these live streams. Because everybody's comment, everybody's opinion is respected. And we all know if it works for you, keep doing it. It doesn't, it's not no agree to disagree. It's your thoughts and my thoughts. There is no agree to disagree. Because I'm not trying to convince you of anything. Y'all not trying to convince me of anything. We are all just sharing our life experiences, our thoughts, 
our opinions, our theories, our concepts, our truths. That's all. We just sharing it. And it was a beautiful thing. So we've been on here for two hours, guys. Uh, tomorrow, I got two other topics. Um, don't forget to look at these comments. I don't know how much it is. Hopefully we got uh, 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 TJ say he wanted to try to get 600 comments uh, in this session. It's been two hours, so hopefully we got 600. Hopefully we got more than 300. But uh, guys, I have uh, um, uh, another uh, two other topics that we'll talk about. And maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Um, also, two guys is a few, just a few of y'all watching. Just remember, no, we are working on some things about getting our own platform so we can do stuff like this more often. And uh, we don't have to worry about being censored, being restricted. Um, y'all guys do know every time I do a live stream now, uh, part of the audio is uh, cut out. And it has happened over the last 10 live streams. It's automatic. So, Again, that is the reason why I'm working extremely hard to try to get our own platform. It'll be a membership-based only, subscription-based, um, and uh, we're working on that really hard. So it's looking good. Um, guys ask, well, what is the price going to be? I always say we're trying to price it around a cost of a fast food combo meal. That's kind of what we're trying to do. We feel as though everybody can afford to eat out at least one time a month so 10 to 15 bucks a month should not hurt y'all guys i think for these types of conversations for this type of engagement i personally think is worth 15 bucks a month i really enjoy doing this some people in the comment section may not they might not feel this ain't worth five dollars and i understand and respect it but uh but yeah guys so that's what it is it's coming soon so stay tuned on that um and uh, just look out for our next live stream. I don't know where, when it's going to be, where I'll be, but I got two other topics uh, that we will be talking about that I think would be great. But uh, share this video as well. Share it to your groups. Go to uh, uh, part one, share that. Also part two, share that. Share it. Share it. So the next time we do it, we'll have more engagement. So again, uh, y'all guys have a great, 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 great night. Um, and uh, peace, love, and happiness. Last thing is remember always stay focused, stay positive, and stay blessed. I'll talk to y'all guys, y'all brothers. Have a good night, it was a pleasure. Again, I'll talk to y'all soon.